Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse in the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Eileb Kudei. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos Parshas Vayakel and Pekudei, which that year was also Parshas Achoydish. And it was also, it was the 27th day of the month of Adar. And it was also the Shabbos that blessed the month of Nisan in the year Tavshin Chav, 64 years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the opening verse in the Parsha where it says, Eile Pekudei HaMishkan, this is the accounting of the tabernacle, Mishkan Eidos, the tabernacle of testimony, Ashapukad Al Moshe, which is rendered through Moshe Rabbi. So as we know the, uh, the the questions that are asked. Why it says in this verse, Mishkan twice. It says, Eilab Kudei Mishkan, Mishkan. Why is it a double, double expression of Mishkan? And when it comes to the second expression of Mishkan, it adds a word, it calls it Mishkan Ha'edos. The Mishkan of what? Of testimony. Also, there's other different questions that are brought down and asked in one of the commentaries called the Alshach. And many of those questions are actually brought by the Alter Rebbe in the Torah. Now, this that it says Mishkan twice, so obviously there's two levels in the Mishkan. And the second one is not just a regular Mishkan, it's called Mishkan Eidus. And the same thing we also find when it says in the verse, Hashem Alushvatim, there the tribes went up, and it says again, Shiftei Yudkei, um, Eidusli Yisrael, testimony to the Jewish people. So that verse also says the, the twice Shvatim tribes, there's regular tribes, and then there's a tribe, Shiftei Yudkei. Now, and on the on reference to the second uh, uh, tribe, Shifte Yudkei, it says Edusli. So that's a testimony to the Jewish people, which means it's two two types two um, two types of testimony. So the same thing also when it comes to the Mishkan. There's two levels in the Mishkan. There's the regular Mishkan, and then there's what the Mishkan Edus. Now, the general idea of Eilab Kude. This is the accounting in the Mishkan, is referring to what it says before, what it says in the previous Torah portion. What does it say in the previous Torah portion? Vayakal Moshe, Moshe gathered us, Kala all the Jewish people, which that's a preparation for the work in the Mishkan in the tabernacle. And the completion is, like it says over here, Eilab Kudi, this is the accounting. Now, since in Eilab Kudi we said there's two levels of Mishkan, so obviously also in the preparation of Vayakal Moshe, there was also a preparation for these two levels. Of the Mishkan. And it was not only for the regular Mishkan, but also for the Mishkan Eidos. And these these two levels is like the two levels of the tribes, regular tribes, and the tribes, which is basically a testimony word for the Jewish people. Now, so, so what does this mean? So the Rebbe says, we're going to stand this base first understanding what is a Shevet, what's a tribe. So what does it mean, Shevet, a tribe? So everything that comes from the expression, Kuchva the Shabbat. What does that mean? That the light of the star, um, that it comes down and it goes outside the star, gives off light outside. In other words, just like you have a tree, and then you have a branch of the tree that comes from the tree outside. So it comes from its source, but it sticks out over the tree. Uh, 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 it comes out from the tree. So what do we see from it? Two things. On one hand, the branch sticks out outside, but even when the branch is outside of the tree, but it's connected to the source of the tree, and, and, it, and it's, it's cleaving to it, because the minute it doesn't, it, it falls down, it's, it's not connected. So on one hand, it's, it, it's out, but on the other hand, it's still connected. The same thing also applies to the tribes, that the tribes are a continuation from the others, from the, forefa- from the forefathers. And as we know, there's only three forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the tribes, they're a continuation 
from the Avois, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. As we know that the Avois, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, on a spiritual level, what do they represent? They represent a chariot for the world of Atzilut. And the Shvatim, which are, that, that are drawn out from the, from the, from, from the Avois, knows they're drawn out from, be, from the, the Avois that were a chariot for Atzilus, um, they come down from the chariot of Atzilus, they come down into the world of Bia, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, until they come down to this materialistic world. So that's thus like where it says that when, when the, when the star draws out, um, the, the Shabbat, you know, where it comes outside. Now, but nevertheless, even though the Avais are wearing Atzilus, and the, the, the Shvatim come down to Bri Yitzhi and come down to this world, but even when we come down to this world, we're still connected to our source. And we're still connected to the source, which basically means our Avais, which are our chariot for the world of Atzilus. So in other words, what does that mean? That when the Shvatim come down to the world of Bria, Yitzira, and Asira, it's a tremendous downgrade from, from the world of Atzilus. Because the fact is, the world of Atzilus, what's the world of Atzilus? Beside, not on the spiritual, but Atzilus. What does it mean practically? world of, of Atzilus represents the world of unity. Atzilus is all about unity. Like the expression that Doriot says, and as the light and the vessel is all one it's all one there's no light and vessel and this is a light and a vessel it's really all one however once you come down to the world of Bria well, that's when it starts becoming uh, it becomes a yesh in Hebrew it means it becomes, a, it becomes an arrogant self and from there that's where all the separations start and especially when you come down to this physical world which is obviously the, the, the greatest descent into being a something um, where you can't even compare so so but nevertheless even though it comes down to this world what's why is why is I'm just taking us away from the world of unity down to the world of division and arguments and fighting and everyone has their own position because you read the downgrade is and should be an upgrade afterwards in other words the whole reason why the shvatim so to speak are are, are moving away even though they're di- they're connected and it's source to the obvious about they're moving away into breed it's enter this world is so we can create an elevation and that's why it says Shasham Alu Shvatim, that the tribes, which are again, they come down to Briyat CSC, which is a downgrade, but they got elevated. And it was the whole purpose of being a shavit going out, um, which is represent, which, which means a Yerida, a downgrade, is because of the upgrade. And like it says, Shasham Alu Shvatim, the purpose of a shavit, which technically he's leaving, is to create an elevation. And we see this, it's hinted in the dream of Yosef Tzaddik. What does it say in the dream of Yosef Tzaddik? That, that we're gathering, we're gathering different um, bundles. What does that mean? We're gathering different, different bundles. That we're gathering all the different uh, things that, 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 are, that, are, that are disconnected. <laughs> this is here, this is here, but we're gathering, we're bringing it all together. In other words, why? Because in the world of Briyat Siyah, it's all about separation. And that's why he says we're in the field. In other words, where are they? They're not in the city. But, you're, but we're, in reference to the city, we know it says that it's beautiful to sit in the house. But they're out in the field. What does that mean? They're out in the world of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. And what's the whole, what, what's the whole work is to go out, to gather, and to create the whole idea of unity. And, and, and that's the whole goal is to elevate from Bria, Yitzira, Asiya back to the world of Atsilus. And this is basically our work in this world, which is called in Hebrew, Avoidas Habirurim. Our work to transform 
all the differences and create into unity. And that's why our soul came down to this world. And our, we, our soul came down to this world to transform and to pick up and to collect all the sparks. And that's one of the reasons why we eat. And that's the one reason why we're involved in materialism. Uh, you know, in other words, we, as we know the famous the verse that says, uh, With his soul, he brings his bread. What does that mean? In uh, a negative way, unfortunately. You, know, so you put your whole soul into physical bread. Your whole passion, your whole excitement, your whole energy is not materialistic bread. Not be, you know, not the way it should be to transform and elevate the holy sparks that are in there, the way it, the, you know, the way it should be, and that's actually eating for the right reasons. In other words, when a person sits down to eat for the re, the right reasons to eat is because there's holy sparks in there, and our goal is to elevate those holy sparks. We make a blessing, we have the proper meditation, and then we elevate the sparks. That's holy eating. But if your whole purpose of eating is because it tastes good and it looks good and it smells good, that that that's called benafshay yavilachmoi. You're putting your whole soul into the bread. Like the Rebbe brings a powerful teaching from the Baal Shem Tov, which is actually based on the writings of the Arizal, based on the verse that says, that not on the bread alone does man live. What do we live off? The word of Hashem we live. In other words, what does the Baal Shem Tov translate the verse? That the purpose of eating is not for the physical bread itself, but the reason why we eat is for the, the word of Hashem that's in the bread. But unfortunately, that person puts his whole soul and energy for the physical bread. But the true, the true spiritual work is the way it's supposed to be, that we're involved in materialism, is for to elevate the holy sparks that are in them and to elevate them back to its source. And that's the whole reason why the soul comes down into this world, a Bria, Yitzira, Anasiya, up to those physical world, so that even the, the things which are totally scattered and separated all over the place is to bring it back and to create the powerful unity. So based on this, Jerry explains, that's why it says in the prophets, Oz, um, then um, King Solomon gathered the elders of the Jewish people, the heads of the tribes, and all the Jewish people, like three different categories. The, 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 the elders, the heads of the tribe, and all the Jewish people. In other words, what was the point of King Solomon gathering all the three different types? He gathered them to create unity. In other words, so this, and ever says this, what Solomon did, it means it's three different types and create the unity. That's the first transformation. And that's called, in Kabbalah, it's called Nomato Lamaila. You take things which are, are Mato, you take things which are physical and things which are separate and, 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 and has its own uh, uh, space, etc., and you elevate it to a higher level, which basically means you're transforming it from the world of Bria, Yitzira, Anasia, which is represented by, that, by the idea of physicality and materialism to the place of Atsilas, which was the place of unity. Now, so since it's the first level, which means Milmatulamaila, so where do you have to work? You have to work in the world of separation. And you don't have, in Hebrew it's called Bittel uh, Hayesh, you don't have the level of acceptance. You don't have the level of, of recognizing that Hashem is running, running the show. So therefore, what do you have to work with? You have to work with divisions. And there's, there's real divisions. So therefore, he had to call first the elders. And then he had to call the heads of the tribes. And then he had to call all the Jewish people. So that's the first level 
of transformation, dealing with all the different divisions and unifying all the divisions, which basically means on a spiritual level, unifying from the world of Bri, Atsir, and Asiya to the world of Atsilis. That's the first level. Then you have the second transformation to elevate, once you're in Atsilis, even higher in Atsilis. On the level that is called in Kabbalah, steam or the call steaming. You know, it's the, the concealment of all the concealments. Or like the other expression that brings from the prophets, the Yashas Choshech Sisroi, where Hashem's veil is the darkness, that the darkness itself is light. And that's already a level which is beyond division. It's beyond separation. And, 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 and that, based on this, Rebbe says, based on these two ideas of where you have multiplicity, you create unity. And then from unity, you go even higher. That's the two levels where it says that the, that the, Jew, that the, the tribes are a testimony for the, Jewish, for the Jewish people. In other words, the first level is unity. You take from different, you unify. The second level, where, you, where from unity you're going to the next level, it's called an adus, a witness. Why? Weird, where do you have to say testimony? Something that's not revealed. Something you have in front of you. You don't have to testify what it is. It's there. But something that's not there, which really it's there. You just don't see it. So you need to testify for it. And also something that's going to be real, you don't have to testify. But something that's concealed, this what you need a testimony. So in other words, when you go to the level from Atsilas to the level of Stima, the Kol Stimen, and you go to the level of Yosef Christ, that's why you need Edus, and that's the higher level why it's called Edus of Yisrael. Now, what does that mean? So I'm explain as follows. Generally speaking, in all the levels of, I'll say it in Hebrew, I'll translate, of Ishtalshos, where things flow from one world to the next, there's three levels. One is <coughs> Akudim, and the next is Nikudim, and the third is Berudim. Three terms which we don't really have uh, have discussed uh, much, but we're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss it now. So again, there's three terms: Akudim, Nikudim, and Brudim. What is the difference? Sounds Chinese, but we're going to explain the difference. Let's start with the last one: Brudim. What is Brudim? Brudim is referring to the ten series, the way they're all divided in its own space. That means you have Chachma in its own space, and you have Bina, and you have Das, and you have Chesed, Gebura, Tiferes, Netzachoy, Yisoy, Malchus, etc. So everyone in its own. Now, what are we referring to? We're talking about the ten spheres in the world of Atsilas. But nevertheless, even though it's the world of Atsilas, and even though it's the world of unity, but Brudin means that you already have, you have different, you have different spheres. So even though Atsilas basically is the world of unity, it's the, it's the world, it's the world of Achdos, but nevertheless, there's still ten spheres, and it's ten, and like the expression the Zarya says, not nine, and, 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 and not eleven. Okay, so that's Brudim. So Brudim is what? Where you have in the world of Atsilas, you already have ten spheres. Now, then you have the way the spheres are like a, a Nikudim, they're like a dot. So take, for example, the sphere of Chachma, it's a dot. But nevertheless, even in the dot of Chachman, Chachman is all about humility, you also have the vision in that dot. Because in Chachman you have all ten spheres are within Chachman itself. So that's called the world of Nekudim. You know, it's one sphere, but there's a bunch of dots in that one sphere. You know, you have the dot of Chachma, or for example, even the... <coughs> Or you have the Kether, which is which you have in every Sura. But the fact is, even in the world of Kether, in Atsilis, you have ten you have ten different parts over there. So again, so Brudim is in the world of Atsilis, you have ten different spheroids. The Kudim is we have one sphere, but then you have in there uh, multiplicity. So that's the level of, of the Kudim and Brudim. However, when you come to the level of Akudim, 
over there, it's all, it's all one. You know, over there, there's no division. There's no ten spheroid, there's no dots. A kudim is basically the highest level. So again, a kudim, a kudim, brudim, brudim is the lowest. You have ten spheres in the world of atzilos. The kudim where it's one dot, but then again, there's multiple in the dot. And then you have a kudim where basically it's all one. Yeah. And that's why it says in the Zoyar, um, which means before number one, what do you count? Let's say you're counting one to ten or whatever the number is. What do you count before number one? So numbers start from one. In Hebrew, what's one? Echad. How is Echad spelled? Aleph, Ches, and Dalit. What is Aleph, Ches, and Dalit? So the Rebbe says that Echad referring to, so you have, so you have, you have the Echad, which is the one, and then you have before the one. What's before the one? Before the one is a ten series, um, the way they are found in the world of Atsilas. And even, so to speak, in the, in, in, like in the part of the Kudum of Atsilas. And that's what it means when we said Echad is made up of three letters. Aleph Ches numerically is nine, which is referring to the te- the nine spheres the way they are in in Zoh, which is the small face uh, in the emotions, and the Dalit is referring to Malchus. So Echad one is the nine spheres and Malchus. Now, so over there you have ten, and a, you're counting it. But what do you have before ten? Before what are you counting? So there's no counting, and that's already a akud- and even higher. So again, to recap, so. Echad what? Echad is referring to the nine, the ten spheroids. You have Aleph and Ches is nine, which is the, which, which is the emotional series where it's connected to Dal, which is Malchus. And what do you have before one? You have the idea of a Kudim. And that's why it says, Vayakal Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu gathered. So that's right, the second transformation. Shloima was the first one from the world of Biyah in creating the Achtos, but Moshe Rabbeinu is already a, a whole different level of a transformation. Moshe Rabbeinu's job is to elevate and gather the sparks of a Kudim, where it's over there, it's totally one, which is which is above, above the vision. And that's why it says by Yakel Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu gathered as Kaladas B'nei Yisrael. Knows what I mean? He gathered them all. It doesn't say the the elders and the and the, the heads and everyone. He gathered them all. It's all one. They're all one. There's no division. By Moshe Rabbeinu, it's all one. And it was not like the way Shlomo, when Shlomo HaMenuch, when he when he gathered the people. So he said there was the elders and there was the heads. Moshe Rabbeinu, it's all one. There's there's no heads, elders. By Moshe Rabbeinu, it's, it's all one. Why is that? Because Shleima HaMelech, that was the first transformation. So he went from Bia, Bri Yatsir which means you had the divisions, to the level of Atzillus. And in, and in Atzillus, you do have the division of the ten spheres. But however, when it came to Moish Rabbeinu, it's really the tra- second transformation, and it takes you from above Atzillus to higher than any, 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 any division and any counting. Now, wow. So Moish Rabbeinu is like taking from the highest to even higher. Now, the question is, where does Moshe Rabbeinu have the power to do this? How does Moshe Rabbeinu have the power to go to, uh, to, to affect even in higher Balsilas? Why is that? Because in reference to Moshe Rabbeinu, it says when he was born, it says, He was drawn out to the water. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu's soul is coming from a level which is higher than Ishtalshos, from a level which is higher than the flow. And therefore, he was able to affect the gathering in the level of Akudim, which we said is it's really all one. And even to a higher level, like we mentioned before, Yashas Chayshas Sisroi. And that's why when it referenced to Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, Moshe Rabbeinu came to the, to, to, to the, um, to, to the Arafal, where, 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 where God was. In other words, what's Arafal mean? It's a, it's a dark place. 
What does dark mean? It's not a place of revelation. It's not a place of light. It's a, what does that mean? It's a deeper place of light. It's Yashas Chaitas Israel. And in there, God is there. In other words, what does that mean? The reference to that level, it's considered like, like Elohim, which means obviously it's in, a, in the most highest, most powerful level. And, and that's why the preparation for Moshe Rabbeinu, when he gathered the Jewish people, it wasn't only a preparation for the regular Mishkan, but he actually was able to gather the Jewish people for the Mishkan of Eidos, because Moshe Rabbeinu was doing the transformation, the second level of transformation. And therefore he was, therefore he prepared the Jewish people not only for the Mishkan, but also for the Mishkan of Eidos. Like we said, the testimony is for something which is concealed to reach us to, to take us to the level of Stima to call Stima. Now, this is all when it comes, this is all about the elevation. In other words, like it says that the, the Alushvatim, the goal, goal is to be in this world and to create the elevation, and also shift they cut Eidosli Yisrael, which means there's two types of gatherings. There's the gathering of Shloim Mahamelech, which is the lower gathering from Bia Tatsilas. Then there's the gathering of Moshreinu from Matsilas to even higher than Matsilas. But that's all Nelmatolamaila, going from, from low to higher. And it, when it comes to even, to, to, to the, um, the elevation, there's also two levels. In other words, like it says in the Zoyar, and I'll quote it, to gavna the inimisyachtin just like it's unified on a higher level, that's the same way it gets unified on a lower level. In other words, what does that mean? The first transformation, you have the first transformation, and then you have the second transformation from, from a low to high. And when you create these two, these two elevations, which basically is going from beyond Tatsilas and then from Atsilas even higher, so then what happens is we draw down back from on high down below on two levels. And that's why it says, um, so Bayakhel is about the elevating. And Eilapikude is drawing it back in, Mishkan Stam, the first level, and then Mishkan Eidos is even a higher level, a deeper level. Now, in reference to the deeper level of drawing down of Mishkan Eidus, which is the second one, and specifically in that one it says, that was counted through Moshe Rabbeinu. On the second level. In other words, where did, it come, where did we have the power to create the higher level of drawing down the oneness? That comes from Moshe Rabbeinu. And why is that? Because Moshe Rabbeinu comes from the first Shemitah, and therefore he was able to effect a preparation for the ultimate Mishkan Eidus, which is the higher and the more powerful level. And that's why it says afterwards, Avoidas Halavim, the work of the Levites. Seemingly, one second, in order to establish a, 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 the Mishkan, um, you don't need the Levites then. When is when the Levites start working? After, after you build the, the Mishkan. And... Um, <coughs> They served in the Mishkan. And the same thing also, they, when they carried the Mishkan, when they went, we went from one place to, to the next. But to, to establish and erect the Mishkan, um, it, it wasn't done through the Levites. So what was the purpose of the Levites there? And the Rebbe explains, is what's the whole purpose of the Mishkan? The whole purpose of the Mishkan is to create unity in a place of the opposite of unity. And as when you have, you have, you have, you have multiplicity, Mishkan is to create the unity. What does that mean? That even in the world of Bria, Yetzirah, and Asiyah, which is basically the, the world of separation, over there, you shouldn't only have drawing in Atsilus, which is the first level, but you should even bring down Akudim into this world. The goal is to bring in unity into this world. And even, and higher than that, um, <coughs> 
that this all happens through the going ahead and transforming. So who does who does the, the, the work of creating the unity? That's the Levites. Why? Because the Levites come from the word of Leviathan Zeh Yitzhakel Sachboy, that Hashem created the Leviathan, um, so to speak, to play with it. What does that mean? That when since HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, destroyed the temple, we know you're not allowed to have laughter. Let's say, for example, we broke, we break something at, at, at a wedding, or why? Because you don't have, you don't have complete laughter until we have the base of Migdash. When are we going to have complete laughter, complete joy? Only when Mashiach comes. Then, in the future, it's going to be Yimalei Schaik Pino. However, by bringing the Levites, which what do the Levites do? They unify and they get rid of the arrogance to the, to the, to, to the oneness in a Kabbalistic term is called Bittel Hayesh Layin, where the ego submits, uh, to, uh, um, to, to, to the nothing, to the infinite Hashem. So that brings down the great laughter and joy from on high. Up to the point of Yimalei Schaik Pinu, which basically is part of, which is revealing now it's going to be like the future. So here was teaching us something very, very powerful. The ultimate joy comes from creating unity out of multiplicity, and we create multiplicity. That brings down the greatest joy from on high, similar to what's going to Mashiach comes. And this is basically the whole work of the Mishkan. And where Hashem says in the Torah, with Asli Migdash, make to me a sanctuary, I'm going to dwell in there. And as when we do our spiritual work of making a Mishkan dwelling place for Hashem, and a Migdash, which basically, what does it mean again? Gathering all the differences. And, was, and you have the first level of, of, of gathering, and you have, which is basically connected to Shleim Melch, the second of, of Moshe Reno, which is the ultimate unity. Through that, we draw in the Shachanti Basaycham Hashem dwells within us, which means practically we draw in the Tainug, the deep, great, infinite pleasure and the revelation of what it's going to be like in the future when Mashiach comes. So obviously we have another powerful, powerful Hasidic discourse with a very, very powerful lesson about unity and the power that unity brings. Unity brings down literally the joy and the, and the pleasure what's going to be like when Mashiach comes. We have the power to bring it now into our lives. So let's hope we bring in the power and we'll all merit to the ultimate revelation. We'll have the uh, the, the the real Yamali Skaipino when Mashiach comes and God willing our next class will be in your Shalayim, your Kodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.